it's the Josh and Tom episode. What up, what up? Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa. My. Oh, stop. You're so loud. I am still... I'm still... I, I, I had a lot of fun uh, down at Table Rock the past couple days. Oh, did uh, you now? Yeah, it was... Um, I got so drunk, I shaved all my facial hair but a mustache. And forgot I did that until I left. Because um, yeah. I eventually like kind of reached up. I'm like, because I usually just have scrub. I'm like, I grew a mustache. Cool. Um, yeah, I probably have third degree burns all over my back and shoulder. I'm in a fucking living hell right now, man. I am so, so cooked all over my body. It is not, it is. And not what fun. did you learn? What did you uh, learn? I, I learned that I'm going to just wear a shirt now whenever I go out there because I'm not lying, man. I lotioned the fuck up at every every opportunity when it came to sunscreen, aloe, didn't fucking matter. The sun had its way with me. It turned me into a chewy piece of bacon. It was... Yeah. Whew. I didn't feel it after first day. I um, I was only planning to stay stay out there a day, and then um, uh, Tyler or New Nick or Tony Larusa, whoever however you want to address him, he said I got out of work. Do you think you can get out of work? And I asked a coworker, and they said they could stay. Um, I wish we would have done that sooner because as soon as I got out there, I was like, we're going hardcore. We're drinking. We like. As soon as we got on the boat, we're already like five beers deep, and then we kill. We find this little sandbar in the middle because uh, Missouri's in a drought, and um, we're hanging out there. And we kill like a thirty rack before it's like, oh hey, um, you want to see if you can get out of work? And then I was like, oh man, I this is gonna be a bad. It's gonna be a bad day, and it was. It was great, great, a lot of fun, reels. All that, a lot of good jokes, but man, like, that burn settled in later that night, and then I woke up with a pulsating hangover. It was, uh, it was a very rough morning. That sun that. made you its a uh, little love slut, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Should have drank more water, less beer, but we, we powered through it. We had a, we had a blast. It was great. It's good to see my, good going out there with my best bud, um, Definitely not fucking Bravo, traitor of shit. <laughs> I saw what you did! <laughs> I'm putting Cran and Jeff ahead of you now, Bravo. You've been, mm. you've been, ooh, you're down on the lower ranks now. Which, those are some of our patrons. We have Nick, Tyler, Alex, Jeff, Cran, James, and that Benedict Arnold in bravo so what's up let's go richie richie i didn't mean to save you for last that really richie's my immaculate grid partner richie i haven't messaged you an immaculate grid in like four days because i have sun and alcohol poisoning and have not the wherewithal to sit down and try and think of the most obscure baseball players who may have played for a team so i don't want you to think i'm ignoring you I want you to understand, I'm barely composed enough as it is, as I devote the last ounce of my body to siphoning out the shit ton of beer we drank, as well as my skin. My skin's already melting off. 
So, Biscuit just jumped on my shoulder, and I screamed, and I go to the bathroom. She, like, already did, like, the peeling is not ready, and she already pulled a huge chunk of my shoulder loose. I'm not not having fun right now. <laughs> I'm, uh, it's because uh, your cat fucking sucks. Uh, yeah, I know. What we're saying is... Um, drown. drown. Yeah, we got to drown her. We gotta drown her. Is what we gotta do. Biscuit's gotta go. We could have Nick try and do it first with right. those little hands, mm-hmm. and see if he can, if see if he can muscle my cat. Dwound, 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 um, but yeah, that was, that was my week going out and getting nice and toasty. Um, so yeah. What, what do you got? What happened with you? Um, well, Hey, I'll go ahead and update folks, um, on the saga that is my health. Um, so, uh, about three weeks ago I was, uh, going to the bathroom at work and then I realized, holy shit. Um, I didn't realize my dick could make fruit punch. Well, turns out it's not fruit punch. That was blood in my urine. Um, it's blood, folks. Blood. Blood, blood the good stuff. Hematuria. Um, and <laughs> so I had that for like about a day. Then it stopped. And I went to the doctor that same day. They were like, oh, yeah, that's definitely blood. Here, um, we'll send this shit off. Might be a UTI, whatever. Well, it wasn't that. Um, but I got, I got some good, uh, antibiotics if you need them, Tom. So if, uh, you come yeah, see me if you need anything, you come see once, me. Yeah. And once my, sh- my shoulder goes gangrenous, I will come over. Yeah. And some of those, you know. Yeah. Very nice. Um, but yeah, I went and saw, um, an actual urologist today and he looked at my dick. Um, like, that's a nice dick pretty good dick I, there boy and he yeah, added cause it because i because uh, I, I got a big dick <laughs> flicked it um, with his middle finger like woo! what are you yeah. feeding that thing and you were like blondes <clears throat> lately um but yeah so i uh should be fine because he's like i don't think anything's wrong with you because uh it'd be weird if there if it was because you're young and i'm like agree and that's a beautiful dick that's a yeah. perfect dick Perfect. I really just want to know if there's something wrong with my body. It's like, I will tell you after. Uh, you know what? You need to pull your pants up. That dick, that dick is just too, too beautiful, Josh. I can't, I can't not make eye contact with it right now. Yeah. If he said that to you, like, dude, would you, like, would that, like, weird you out, bro? No. What if uh, what if it was Doctor Dickhead from Alton, Missouri? He's like, "You got a big dick," and he grabbed your dick. <laughs> you have a big penis. <laughs> yeah, no, he does the big belly thing, and then he's like, "Oh!" and he looks down. And he's like, "What is this?" You have a big penis. <laughs> he starts doing uh, a magic trick. He puts on a I'm sock. Alejandro like, Oh, you have a big penis. Oh, puts on, fuck, <laughs> puts on lamb chop as a sock puppet. It's like, look at this uh. dick. <laughs> oh god but uh it's good yeah yeah i'm happy, so I, I'm happy you're so, not gonna die i think so um i 
But next time I get to see his uh, lady nurse practitioner, and she's gonna Oy! a, a, a once over. So nah. you know what's oh. you know what's what's a weird thing is like I didn't know how to like prepare for today because I was like you did ask gonna, me. Yeah, they're probably gonna look at my dick. I'm like, do I shave? Do like, I shave like, my dick? Is, is, is that too forthcoming um, that I would shave for them just so they have easier access and, you know, can see things better and whatnot? And, uh, I think I went ahead and shaved. Of you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I shaved. I just... What if they wanted want, to suck it? I don't I mean, want I him to think a I'm a tramp. I, don't, I didn't want him to think I was a tramp. You know, the doctor gets around. down, puts a, puts a stethoscope underneath your balls. He's like, hmm. Takes your penis. Like, hmm. <laughs> a little tangy, a little tangy. Hold on. <laughs> yep. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I can still taste some blood in there. I haven't been sucked off like that since the Jew, the the Jewish rabbi mole, the mole. <laughs> I like how you, I like how you bailed out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I started bailing because I couldn't remember if it was actually called the mole. You know how that's like the. Like, they have, like, a rabbi that, like, exclusively, like, sucks the little, little baby dick. Do you, know what, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. Whenever uh, they do circumcisions. Yeah. And they, yeah. And no one thinks that's weird. Like, you know. <laughs> Were you ever, when I was doing stand-up, do you ever see that? It was the last joke I wrote. Okay. Um, did you ever hear, hear my Jewish rabbi joke? Mm, I don't know. You know, you, you had so many, Tom. You had so oh, many. Oh, man. Refresh I know. Me. I know. <laughs> They're like, Refresh Mr. me Cook. like a nice Sierra Mist, please. <laughs> please, please, Mr. Cook. Put <laughs> Take off the jacket. Take off the leather jacket when you tell that joke. <laughs> I have a friend. He's Jewish, and he's got a fucked up dick. He told me. I know it's a weird thing. Yeah. He, um... I asked him how to, what happened, and he told me he got it in a botched circumcision. I was like, how the hell does that happen? And he tells me, you see, my rabbi, he bit off more than he could chew. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And then people booed me. <laughs> and they're like... <laughs> and then some Jewish Jew! And then some Ooh. young Jewish guy stood up, and he's like, "My dad was a cocksucker." I'm like, "I don't know how to respond to that. Uh, I don't know how to respond to that, sir." But man. yeah, no, it is weird. It's weird. Actually, let me look that up. Um, older, because rabbis are older. Older Jewish men sucking kids' dicks. And I'm on a watch list. Okay. I'm just imagining it's a picture of Larry David. Like, I promise, there's, there's a total reason for it's this. Jerry, it's, it's Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> he said he was 17. <laughs> Tyler Rabbi that sucks the baby. Okay. That does <laughs> I'm just doing it. Oh, no, I'm not like, you know, I'm not enamored with it. I just want to know. It is, a, yeah, it's a mole. Mohel. M-O-H-E-L. Moyle. Specifically. Moyle, tra- is how you say it. Moyle. I knew, I, I knew calling them a mole. The noun mole. It yeah, says you have to mo- make Moyle. You have to make Moyle says, more Jewish. Uh, yeah. It says in Aramaic, or Aram, whatever, the Semitic language, Mohala. I, yeah, I'm not even, we're going to call it mole, okay? Mohel, mole. Moyle. Um, Moyle. 
Um, <laughs> the noun moil, meaning circumciser. <laughs> the circumciser. Now that's a. Re- that sounds like a battle bot's name, dude. <laughs> We got the killdozer going up against the circumciser. I'll cut your dick, and I'll chop you down. Dude, (laughs) what a... I'll chop you down. Listen, I know it's weird, but what an awesome name for your title of your job is you're just called the circumciser. (laughs) Is there... (laughs) It's kind of like in Pulp Fiction, there's, like, the wolf that's Harvey Keitel. It's like, oh, you gotta call it the circumciser. He'll... He'll figure this whole mess out. Bring out the circumciser. We'll get him to. We'll get this. We'll get the scum to talk. Bring in the circumciser. That's what they should have had in Glorious Bastards. They capture a German soldier and they bring him in. And he's like, "What's he gonna do to me?" And he just pulls his pants down and <laughs> circumcises him with his teeth. Uh, yeah, it's. I don't know what else this guy does. Then this title does. They uh, they're just trained, literally trained specifically in the and that's using the word art here of circumcision. <laughs> I um, is, I've I'm learned the this. art of the blade and the art of the circumcision. <laughs> yeah, I um, I think I'm gonna get a VPN after this so I don't get arrested. So we're gonna. Yeah. So tune in next week on Forged in Fire when you need to make the circumciser. (laughs) (laughs) We watch a lot of Forged in Fire. It's been pretty good. We have been watching. Oh, but you know, this is a good time as any to talk about. Um, There's there's a little bit of issue going around, stirring around Hollywood these days. That's uh, really really uh, unfair to I think the average Joe. Is it the writer strike? No, it's that fucking oh. Ben Abbott is the king of Forged and Fire, and he shouldn't be. He's got no reason. Ben he made Abbott's a worse blade. Player he, made a, <laughs> he made a worse blade. He just happened to put some dragons on this Chinese sword, and the judges yeah. lost their fucking mind. Because... My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part. Sorry to cut you off. Is he went up and said something to the guy who was going? It was like an eighteen-year-old kid. Uh, something about Chinese sword, and you can tell it was edited, and I know he went up and did the voice, is what he did. <laughs> oh, look at the sword! But he didn't do it in that accent. We know, we know, Ben Abbott, you're just like our group chat. Anyway, continue, Josh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just fucking rigged. They, they've been going at Ben Abbott, they've been throwing him... Some of, like, the worst blacksmiths they can get. They're like, oh, yeah, you lost in the first round because your fucking blade broke in half last time. Well, guess what? You're going up against the undisputed and undefeated champ. Like, Remember the okay. 60-year-old guy who couldn't make it through the first round because he had, like, a heart attack? <laughs> and they're like, we need a medic! Because they, they got the host who's like, I talk, with, I talk from the bottom of the barrel of my chest. And he's like, well, get the medic out here! And they're like, take him off. And it's like, this dude's going to fucking die if he goes back in there. He's like, Bladesmiths, pour one out for Paul. And it's like, that's who they're throwing up against this monster. Ben, I feel like, how big do you think Ben Abbott is? I think of him, I think of him as like, as like a tiny little dwarven blacksmith in Skyrim. That's what I was like. Oh, he's got like. His accent isn't fully English. It's definitely like northern UK. 
And like sometimes when he talks, I feel like I'm hearing someone with like an American dialect. But then all of a sudden, he'll get a word and he'll he'll say a word. I'm like, oh yeah, that's clearly that's clearly a guy with some fucked up teeth. That is definitely United Kingdom right there. Like, how big do you think? Do you think I could pick him up and hold him above my head? Um, while he scrambles while he scrambles. I'd say he's about maybe what. 180 to 220. That's yeah, a pretty wide range. I I'd say you could pick that up above your head. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if 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 he's not squirming around, if I mean if if the guy can go limp, definitely you, you got that. Do you want a um, Do you want a spoiler alert? What's that, Tom? It's about the uh, beat the unbeaten that they're doing this season. Hmm. Oh, is, did, did, did the Moyles show up and help someone beat someone off? <laughs> he's, uh, I know what we finished, he's 7-0. and He wins the next two ones. He's still undefeated. I don't know. God he's damn it. Just a bunch it's, of. It's rigged. Okay, so this kid made a heavy-ass, like, Chinese sword, okay? It's like a two-handed <laughs> That's a weird thing to say, I know, but like that's what they—that's what they said, okay. And so, um, his blade wasn't as pretty as Ben's. That was it. It just wasn't as pretty. Ben put heavier. a nice, like, beautiful. Yeah, his. They kept saying his blade was heavier, and they did like the chop the body up thing where they're fucking playing heavy metal music while fucking. Doug Maricada, or whatever his name is, David Baker. It will suck. That's what the circumciser would say mm-hmm. if he was on Fortune. But it will suck. And um, they do all that, and they're like, oh, okay, these blades are even on cutting people up. And then they do the strength test, where they're cutting bamboo. And, like, this kid, who didn't make a prettier blade, cuts all the bamboo. And I get it, it's a strength test. They're just trying to figure out if it takes any damage. Took no damage, destroyed everything it cut. And then Ben Abbott's, same thing, no damage, but it didn't cut everything. And I think, Josh and I thought, that should have been brought into consideration. Absolutely. I mean, the dragon like, was sick, but it's nothing in comparison to Okay, like, more, we're doing, like, yeah, more yeah, no, no, good. Yeah, more I pipe. mean, like... If we were doing, like, a karate, like, punching our hand through a cinder block, okay? And, like, the whole test, let's say, is, does your wrist break, okay? And I punch through one cinder block. My wrist is perfectly fine. And then Josh punches through, like, six cinder blocks. His wrist is fine. What do you think you're going to be more impressed with? Mm. Fucking the future circumciser of the dragon. Josh, Joshua, <laughs> jo- I don't know his middle name, Joshua Lee Thompson. Paul. <laughs> Joshua Paul Thompson. What is your middle Damn. name? My middle oh. name? Oh, wait, no, you're, yeah, you're you're Dylan Thomas Cook. My right? mom wanted me to be named Dylan Thomas, like the, I don't know, yeah. possible, I think. Uh, and then uh, my dad was like, that's gay, let's call him Tommy Dylan. That's what my dad always called us. Tommy D. Hey, Tommy D. Like, yes, father. He's like, you'll never be anything. And then he threw a wrench at me. You're never going to make it. I'm going to make something called a baseball podcast, father. He's like, sounds gay. And then he threw another wrench at me. 
I had a real good relationship with my parents. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, baseball? Baseball. Uh, we can talk baseball. baseball. But before, baseball. can we make fun of uh, the uh, Robert F. Kennedy video? Of Oh, no, I haven't seen it. What happened? Oh, yeah, here, Did let he, me find it. Is he making the rounds of just being a full-on trog? Robert um, does, well, it, does his head it's, does it's his head of... do what JFK's did? Or just explode? Fart story. Fart story? Whoa, no. Is it the fart story? No, this is uh it what? like starts with a video of a uh, from Jordan Peterson. So it's oh, like him no. talking yeah. Um let me find it. This is on the Twitter. I mean, we'll hold yeah, up this podcast I... so everyone can hear it. <laughs> Here, let me see if I can find it. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Here's a weird thing to see. How many Kennedy children were shot? Not enough, apparently. Um, where do we got? Climate change is being. This is from his actual Twitter yeah. page. It's, is that um, the one you're talking about? Yeah, the climate it's change one. It's a minute and 46 minutes, so I'm not All sure right. if you'll hear it, Josh, but uh, I'll see if you can. Here, let me blast old J. Oh, John Robert F. Kennedy, suck me. Here, let me tilt the mic. And everyone, this is um, two very sane individuals who get a lot of pussy. I've seen the climate apocalypse use fear to induce something approximating the same kind of level of tyranny as far as I'm concerned that characterized the vaccine lockdown. So help me sort that out. First of all, let me just say this about climate. I believe that <laughs> the atmosphere and, and methane does increase warming. Look around. You can see it everywhere. Ice caps are melting, etc. The Greenland ice sheet. I spent a lot of time outdoors. He's shaking. I see that over 69 years, I've seen the changes and I've seen them, the mass migration of animals, of southern animals, like black vultures, the northern increase in their ranges. I've kept track since I was a kid about when the leaves <laughs> and, and it's each year. And so I see that. All of my senses are telling me that the warming is occurring. My opinion is basically, as I said, oh, based on common sense. I agree 100% with you that this crisis is being used as a pretext for clamping down totalitarian controls the same way that the COVID crisis was. And it's the same people. It's intelligence agencies. It's the World Economic Forum. It's the Billionaire's Voice Club at Davos. And it's the same kind of cabal of, of people who are used, who will use every crisis to stratify society toward, you know, greater power for the super rich and uh, greater power for the military, greater power for the intelligence apparatus and less power for everybody else. A war on carbon is not going to solve the problem. If we don't have a habitat left and my approach to energy is using free markets and that's not top down. Oh my God. We cover what we had, but we just <laughs> have to stay out of fear because that is the weapon of God. Oh my God, dude. Was that it? Yeah, I I can't believe I'm gonna say this. There is a candidate out there who is way less charismatic than Joe Biden. That was incredible. <laughs> if fucking guy just RFK Jr. sounded like he just took a fucking massive bong hit and tried to speak through it. Is what he sounded like. <laughs> Holy shit, he sounded like Diane Feinstein. <laughs> that was. He's they got like posted that like a, Bill Burr this, part to his voice where he's like, hey, dude, dude. This, 
This fucking oh. dink. This fucking dolt posted like a video of him doing like incline presses. Yeah. Of like, like you know, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, of doing incline incline presses of like fucking 105 pounds. Yeah. yeah. And then he does like some weak ass push ups. I'm like, what is this shit going on, man? Like he's looking like a fucking. Nineteen, like a nineteen nineties first base all star. Like, what is this shit? <laughs> yeah, and like the thing is, is like, okay, yeah, I'm glad that this old man can do these things. Like, that's a kind, I guess, a little impressive. But if you're gonna be posting, like, I'm not third. He sh- I mean, he sh- no, I'm saying if you're gonna mole. post. My point, my point is if you're going to post, like, thirst traps of yourself working out as, like, an 80-year-old Carl Havoc-looking motherfucker, you better, like, have your form better be perfect, and you better be throwing some serious weight. He is That's all I'm very Carl, Carl Havoc-y. He looks like he's wearing a skin suit. I yeah. do admit that. Like, he is bloated, man. He might be dying. Mm. Or be already dead. That's, um... Uh... That's incredible, man. Thanks for sharing. Is that our? Yeah. Is that your crumble coin player? Of he's the my. Uh, yep, he's my crumble coin player of the week. There you go. I haven't got around to listening to Ryan's superb episode, but did you mention my crumble coin player as the kid who got fucking decapitated by Vlad Guerrero Jr. in the home run derby? We did not. We were too busy calling you a pedophile. Um, oh. <laughs> My my haters and detractors will spread all kinds of lies about me. It just kind of reminds me of like how like Tim Dillon almost got sued by his aunt because he called her a mentally ill pedophile on his podcast. (laughs) He's like you like you're too fucking stupid to figure out how to sue me. You fucking pedophile. PDF (laughs) PDF file. Uh, It's like the new thing I've been noticing in like uh, online politics um, is. uh, I, I see it a lot of right wingers where um, they just uh, they'll accuse they just accuse anyone of being a pedo, and it hasn't been just like the typical like trans scare stuff. Like I watched Emma Viglin take a dump in Tim Pool's beanie and smush it down firmly on his little bald penisy head that should be tended to by a mole. He gets the old circumciser there. Moyle. Moyle, and. Um, yeah, uh, and his his response to her was, uh, "You're a pedophile," which <laughs> to a, like a thirty year old woman, he's like, "You're a pedophile." Like, okay, <laughs> I can see <laughs> this is gonna be a bad joke, but like I'm just picturing like actual pedophiles being like trying to reclaim that word now. Like, <laughs> you can't keep using; it's losing all its meaning. Jared Fogle. <laughs> He's marching for our rights in a prison yard. Jared Fogle walked so you could run, my friends. <laughs> he walked so he could run. Oh, God. That but, one's a bad uh, one. That one's a rough one. That's a mean one. That's a mean mm. one. Just a bunch of, like, Jerry Sandusky's just being like, uh, just being like, I can't believe they took away our agency by by calling, by by calling a hot progressive lady a fucking pedophile. I don't know why he's Italian here. He's very Polish. Why Why they keep doing that? Okay, okay, we should talk about baseball, I think. Should we? Yeah, I mean... Shout out to that kid that got fucking the Patriot 
right in his face with a fucking line drive. That was incredible. Top G, I, real patriot, no more face, but top G, top G. I love, I love baseball today because we are all we have hard, hard little Jewish penises that need to be chewed off to a proper length. All because, like for stuff like exit velocity, max velocity, launch angle, catch probability rate, um, and then we we we're obsessed over those numbers. And then in a competition that celebrates all of that, we put children in the outfield to target them with these balls. This is so beautiful. I love this sport so much, man. Just fucking bowling ball after bowling ball, just crashing into some stupid kid's chest. That that was my favorite part of the all of the of the home run derby. I uh, that's all I needed to see. It was great. And then. Uh, the NL snapped their losing streak. That was great. The draft happened. You guys covered that. And then John Mozalek gave a interview. Indeed did you? He did. Just, um, what are your thoughts? Um, well, hey, I mean, I guess we should just cover the interview itself. Um, he alluded that we're going to fucking trade some people. Um, mm-hmm. We, you know. We're not waving the white flag on uh, 2023 yet, which, I mean, whatever. He has to say that. But, yeah, we're going to be sellers at the deadline. Um, We are planning for 2024. And you know what? I'm excited about it. I'm, like, looking forward to the trade deadline. I want to see who goes because. This is what Pirates fans always go through. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. He said he's uh, not looking to break up the core, and so it's just got to be like, okay, what's uh, who's in the core? I would probably say Nolan and Goldie. Um, Hillary I'm Swank add in the movie Hi- The Core, right? Hillary Swank and uh, Aaron, Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart, obviously. yeah. Aaron Eckhart, yeah. Definitely. Um, They're in the core. Definitely in the core. They're in the core. Um, um, am I... Uh, my uncle, that other guy, Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci, he's in the yeah. core. So, um, um, most war criminals are in the core. So. Yeah. yeah, that's where we throw them. You say, "Oh, you don't want to go to Alcatraz? You're gonna go to the center of the earth. <laughs> You're gonna go to the core." <laughs> we made a big ass tunnel down there. You, you goodbye. And they just push Bye. You're going to the core. <laughs> We're sending you to China. Um, China. 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 Um, I think you could put Tommy Edmond and Brendan Donovan in the core. I don't think they're going to get moved unless it's something pretty crazy. Um, Deagled uh, reported that, uh, that Lars Nupar is not going to be traded unless... It's a really good deal, but the Ugh. Cardinals see him as part of their future. So, Ugh. your favorite baseball player, uh, Lars and Inchar's new bar. So, I think it's going to be... Red Sox checked in um, because they're still kind of like on the fence of buying and selling, but they need a middle infielder, and they need pitching help. So I'm w- I wouldn't be surprised if we send someone to Boston. Um, 
giants maybe are have look- a, uh, Tommy Edmund and a, uh, how you say, a uh, Jordan Montgomery. Can we uh, pull those from your team? We'll get you back on the next one. <laughs> uh. Uh, the Giants are interested in Montgomery because they need a good left-handed uh, arm. Um, and they're still very much, yeah, they're a good team, so they're buyers. Um, we're linked to the Mariners. I guess we're going to get either the greatest pitcher ever in George Kirby or the second greatest pitcher ever, which is Brian Wu or Logan Gilbert. Um uh, Mariners need a, uh, an impact bat at second, but I I don't think Tommy's going there because I don't think Tommy's bat is that good. And I think with I think with how we've played him this year, we've shifted like our value on like oh this is a guy who's holding the you know holding the place for Mason Wynn, and then once he's you know by the time Mason Wynn comes up, Tommy's going to be out right. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, okay, well, like, Mason Wynn comes up, and let's say, you know, rightfully earns his uh, spot of starting shortstop. We don't necessarily have to get rid of Tommy Edmond, because we can make him a fourth outfielder. We can use him anywhere. I want him to become, like, the first guy who wins a gold glove at, like, three different positions. That would be so cartoonish, and I would That would be sick. Yeah, because he's one one short. Well, no, he hasn't won one at short. He won one at second, right? He he won one at second, yeah. Yeah, he gets one at short, and then move him to the outfield, and he'll fucking get a corner outfield one. Yep. Yeah. He should. We should find out if he can pitch. That's what I think. Mm. We're gonna lose fourteen nothing again. We should find him out. Don't throw Burley out there. He doesn't need that. Um, I don't. Uh, Donnie has more years of control. I would be very surprised if we moved him. He's also having a great year. He started off super bad, and now he his it's all come down to his pitch selection. His chase rate out of the zone is fucking it nosedived. It is a valley, and with that, his slugging percentage, his average, all that tangible shit, woba has gone up. He Donnie is definitely for real. This wasn't like uh, he's not going through a sophomore slump. Um, I see us holding on to. Donnie and Edmund, and I think we're probably going to move. Um, definitely going to move Yepes and Burley. Probably, I would say Jack, most likely Hicks, and then Monty. I would, I wouldn't be surprised. I would be, I'd like it if we resign Monty. I think he'd be good uh, to yeah. hold on to. But who knows? Uh, he's hurt, so his stock has gone down. I don't know about Tyler O'Neill. Because O'Neill's been hurt for so long this season, so I don't think we're going to get much in return for him. What so if we get a, what I wouldn't be like surprised. Marco Gonzalez back from yeah. the Mariners. Bring <laughs> him back! Bring <laughs> him back! Eighty-six, yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! He's just like Wado. And we start making out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we keep O'Neill. Um, because I don't think we're just going to get rid of them to get rid of them. I think they're going to want some. And then, I don't know about De Young. I know Nick wants De Young. Not. I don't think Nick wants De Young traded. I think he wants him killed. Um, but remember, he won't. He'll be off Twitter if uh, Mosaic doesn't give in to his demands. 
Uh, oh yeah, way to give everyone a win-win situation, Nick. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I from what I read, the Sox have some interest in DeYoung um, because Trevor, Trevor, yeah, tr- no, the other, the other, red, the red ones, the red ah, ones, the red, not one. not the white ones. We talk about the red ones, okay? Well, I- well, it's confusing because I thought you could have been talking about the black ones because Tim Anderson is a black-white sock. You know, it's it's just so confusing, the colors of the socks and, oy vey, the service. You proud of that one? I'm proud done. of that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Josh, not Thompson, it's Josh Donaldson's on the podcast. <laughs> Old JD, old bringer of racism. Okay. Um, well, hey, Josh Donaldson might be a Cardinal because Yankees are saying that uh, Arenado's going to be traded. They're like, we'll give you Josh Donaldson. It's an Jesus MVP for Christ. an MVP, right? <laughs> That's a fair yeah. deal, right? I haven't been, like, delving too much into that. I saw, like, a couple of Yankee hypotheticals, and one, that fan base doesn't deserve anything nice um, ever. Um, If it wasn't so frowned upon, I'd resurrect Osama bin Laden. That's all I'm saying. Uh, But Pete Alonso's going to do the work for us. Thank you, Comrade Pete. Um, Yankees fans don't deserve anything nice. Nolan Arenado doesn't deserve to go to New York where they'll make him look like a shave clean baby and wear that new stupid ass like advertiser patch that they have now i can't grow a beard there but you can be sponsored by raytheon or whatever the fuck um yankees fans from what i've seen are completely delusional entitled and out of their mind that entire city should be put into a crate and stuffed into a warehouse like raiders of the lost ark style Mm. or pushed into or pushed into hudson bay that's what it would be. So. Well, if uh, if if we listen and vote for Robert F. Kennedy, <laughs> climate change will get worse, and New York City will be vaporized within you know. Yeah, this is where we years. make our hard our hard right turn, <laughs> folks. If we kill the environment just enough, we get rid of one of the most annoying fucking fan bases. After that, we get serious about it. But if we do it enough. Manhattan will just fucking well, ta- tip over like the well, Titanic. We gotta, we've got to get Queens, too, so we've got to just, like, you know, maybe maybe be anti-environmentalists for, like, another couple of years just so we can get Queens taken care of. And then, you know, we can probably work on, like, the entire eastern seaboard. <laughs> and then after that, I think, I think we should be ready to rock and roll. We'll save the West Coast. Those are our people, anyways. We need to, um, China needs to invade us, and they need to start with New York. (laughs) (laughs) And they should just leave it at New York. They should just stop at New York. And I get it. They help win us elections sometimes because of the Electoral College. I get that. But I think think we can make do without them, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, us get rid of New York because of the Yankees, for no other reason, because, I mean, Eric Adams is terrible, but because of the Yankees. This is like the Angels saying goodbye to Shohei Otani, okay? You know, valuable guy, but, you know, he's going to walk. Mm. You know, this is us being sellers at the deadline, which is getting rid of these fucking chopped cheese-eating motherfuckers. Probably have 
fucking rats as concession stand workers. I shouldn't say that. They're, <laughs> those are hardworking rats, and concession stand workers are working class. But you get what... Uh, sorry, I take that back. Rats are their number one fan base. There we go. Okay, we found the good one. <laughs> fucking dragging pizza off the subway with their crooked-ass yellow teeth. Fucking foaming at the mouth. Dodd! Take Josh Donaldson. I say I say a kind of Valefa. I'm gonna shit in your mouth. Like <laughs> those, you know that. That's what we're trying to eliminate. That's what we're trying to. We're waging a fatwa. We're waging a jihad against the city of New York. Mm. They're real big fans of those words. You'll love it. So they'll probably do something racist and beat you in like fucking JFK airport over it. Yeah. Anyway. Think of all the pussy we could get though for the New Yorkers if, uh, like, like, like you think, you know, sh- shortly after 9/11, all those firemen and first responders they were getting like gobs of pussy. Like, As I mean, they, they should, they, they should get, they should get paid. Yeah, like yeah, they were heroes, and I think we just, you know, maybe need something to bring that back. But yeah, I think that's what our first responders need. It's not a better pension plan. It's, it's not, not twenty dollars off at Verizon. Yeah, it's not survivor benefits to your loved ones that John Stewart fights for. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's pussy. <laughs> it's pussy. That's why they hate us. It's it's not for our freedom. It's for it's for our pussy. That's why. Mm. Um, yeah, Yankees fans are the worst. You're not getting Arenado, no matter who you give us. I think the one I saw is that they would. Uh, we would take on uh, DJ LeMahieu. Uh, I'm like, fucking... Deal! Why would, yeah, why would we do that? Why would we do that? I don't, I'm not even sure you can pull that trade off in MLB The Show. That's how fucking stupid that, that is. I'm not even mm-hmm. sure you can pull that off. So, well, hey, um, it works in that trade machine that everyone likes to put on Twitter. Uh, I also... Uh, I also believe this definitely should put to rest any thoughts that Goldie's getting um, traded because um, Mo says we're keeping the core together. So, yeah. So, we're keeping we're keeping our two faves. We're keeping them. We're happy. Honestly, I'm in the camp that maybe we get rid of Goldschmidt. I mean, not that I think they will, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate the idea. I mean, he's owed a lot of money. He's one of the oldest guys on the team. Yeah, he's still a producer. He's still good, but I don't think he has that clutch factor. Um, and I think I also think that he would get a hefty return for someone who's in that you know late stage of his career. Um, I think. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. It's a it's it's a hard truth, and if you you know trade it for the right prospects, it could you know set you up for another you know pillar of the organization one day. I think it. You know, I'm not. I mean, any you know, any trade can happen, right? So if the if one team wants to go Sizzler for Goldschmidt, I mean, I think you listen to him. But um, Goldie's been fine. Uh, clutch stats. It's just, um, you know, he's not God. He's um, got a. He's what's his OPS and high leverage. 
He's got a 933. He's actually been better, though. Uh, I mean, early in the season, he was super choke artist. Um, well, Nolan's, I mean, and Nolan's the guy. so far in, you know, playoff baseball, he's been That makes nothing. sense. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, that's what yeah, I that's... mean. Like, uh, he's just, like, I, I love the dude. I don't want him to be gone from this team, but if, like, and I'm not saying they should shop him either. Just if someone offers you a great fucking deal for him, I mean, I think you have to consider it. You can't just say, no, it's Paul Goldschmidt. He's a core guy. Uh, yeah, well, I think Goldie needs to get back to his roots, and I think he should retire, go back in the synagogue, and become a moil. A moil? He should become the circumciser. Mm. That's what we need from Paul Goldschmidt. We really got to stop doing this voice. I don't think <laughs> More I think about it. Yeah. Um, If they, honestly, like, I think if, like, if it was down to, we have no chance of competing for the next year or two, you know, this is a rebuild or a soft rebuild or something like that, I would, I would say trade him at that point, although... You know, um, I I believe it. I mean, I haven't seen anything set in stone, but, you know, it's the whole, the DeWitts get to put a red jacket on him, parade him out, get all, you know, sell all this memorabilia, do all these, you know, he's in the Cardinals Hall of Fame, won an MVP, you know, capitalize on his, uh, on his likeliness, you know. And you know, I could I could see some truth in that. I'd see that they they definitely look to commodify both Nolan and uh, Goldie's image after their careers. I buy yeah. that. But I mean, if I was a GM, if I was playing out of the park baseball, and my team was going to lose ninety plus games, and I'm thinking, will I have a shot the following season at all? And if the answer is no, I'm going to trade Paul Goldschmidt and get prospects for him. Or some kind of major league, you know, ready player. Make it George Kirby. Make it George Kirby. I don't mm. think they get him for George Kirby. Yeah. No. Unless the Mariners are like, we're going to the fucking series because the Astros got busted for, like, having a child sex ring because they cheat all the time. And then the... Angels are always asked, and the Rangers have been relegated because of uh, half their team tested for HGH and bare steroids. Like, then the Mariners be like, "Yeah, we'll give you George Kirby. We have a shot now." So. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. If uh, what if they got? Logan if I Gilbert? had a million dollars, yeah. They got Logan Gilbert, and we could, we could put him in. We could like edit a movie. We could say like we could do a scene from What's Eating Gilbert Grape, but. Make it like a porn. That's what's making Logan Gilbert gape. Um, does, does that sound desirable to anyone? Yeah, no, that sounds that sounds like a swell idea. <laughs> I'm surprised. You, I'm surprised Ben now? Verlander ain't on it producing it for MLB.com. Yeah. Really, you you really you really been in the kitchen, man. You've been cooking that up all I'm a, day. I'm a visionary, my dude. Um, I'm a this, I'm a motherfucking yeah. visionary. I'm, I'm ahead of my time. <laughs> I'm ahead of my time. I think Logan Gilbert would be. I think he'd be a fine addition. I'm like. I don't think he'd be great. Um, he has really good command because he has such a low walk rate. He has pretty much like league average like strikeout stuff. Um, 
He doesn't have a... He, his slider's not horizontal. That's what I thought was interesting. So he throws a splitter and a slider, and honestly, if it weren't for video, I would think he was just throwing the same pitch. But his slider acts a lot like Geo's. It's got a shit ton of vertical movement. And, a little extra uh, twang hardly, on it. Dude, it's got hardly any like horizontal movement. So he's... I guess he's just kind of like throwing a really sharp hard 12-6 curveball like a 12-6 slider is just kind of weird to see but that's what he throws for it so he doesn't have anything that like he doesn't throw a sweeper doesn't throw a cutter that breaks away um so he should I mean, learn guess, how to play a throw a gyro you remember the gyro should, pitch the cardinals should teach him how to throw a 45 scout evaluated changeup, so he can get ground <laughs> balls or he can get to strike two where he can throw his 50 scout rated fastball on the outside corner and get a ground ball mm. to our horribly ranked defense. <laughs> <laughs> I I cannot stress this enough. I think that's like the thing when assessing the season of why management should, the coaches should get like, get a dirty swirly is that... I get it. You go to war with the army you have, the team that is constructed for you, right? It's what I defended Mike Schilt for when they're like, he's overusing relievers. I'm like, the relievers he got suck. And these are the only few guys he can trust to get wins, you know? And I think Ollie's like in a similar position. But to me, there's two facets of our game that is absolutely atrocious that I think Ollie and his coaching staff should be... Um, fucking skewered for and that's how terrible they've been defensively um, I think when I last looked the only position we were top 10 and outs above average in defensive run saved is and this is going to make Nick fist his own little ass it is shortstop and everything else is bottom half to bottom 5 or bottom 10 I'm looking at it now. The Cardinals have, by defensive value, the 23rd best offense, or offense, or best defense in the majors. And last year we were like the third or fourth rank. Hmm. With a contact pitching team, you need to have that. Um, and the other thing I saw, I think I saw Bernie write about this, was base running. Um, our base running fucking blows base running uh runs um last season you know with stellar defense or stellar running of like tommy Edmond, smart running of goldie and brendan donovan we were top 10 we we're like 10th or 9th and this year um here i'll go to it right now tom from what we i'm are, hearing it hold on like, god damn it well no this goes with what you're saying i've been drinking i know for second worst for second worst it's kind of. It almost sounds like the uh, cardinal way isn't um, it isn't working. More All these like things. Cardinal are kind of the... way out of here. Oh, <laughs> bring on the circumciser. <laughs> Sorry, finish your point. <laughs> no, I mean I'm just saying. It sounds like the cardinal way is uh, either terrible and you don't want to play baseball that way or maybe it's not a real thing or it's not being implemented by this current team because 
Uh, bad base running, bad infield defense, and, you know, generally just, like, basic snafus being fucked up. That's A lot uh, of snafus. Yeah. That's, that's no good. Well, you're playing Jordan Walker out of position because they can't seem to figure out if they want which corner uh, outfield spot they want to hold down. And Jordan is terrible in the outfield. It's he is supposed to be terrible. He has hardly any experience there. He's going to be better. But right now, I mean, we're trading that for him and his bat. Okay, we have an out an outfield core that has been not been playing together, whether through injury or Ali Marmol hating Dylan Carlson. Um, so you don't have O'Neill's defense. Newt plays fine. Um, Tommy Edmond did fine at center, but I think he's better suited in the middle infield. You play Nolan Gorman now every day at second base, and Nolan is better than he was last year. But let's stop fucking kidding ourselves. He is average. He's at best an average fielding second baseman right now. Might be better in the future. Who knows? Um, but it's not the same as having Donnie and Tommy at that position, or both of them simul- you know, at second and short. And Nolan, oh my god. Nolan sucks at third base. He is not good this year at third base. I was reading about uh, what Gould mentioned. Nolan is dealing with back and neck issues. It makes sense. He talked about how he doesn't have any zip on his throws. He's losing his arms gone. Not probably not permanently, folks. But he he can't throw the ball hard. He's he's hurt. He's busted up a little bit, and it has definitely showed with him. He is. I mean, last year he was worth about, like, 20 defensive runs, and this year he's, like, fucking minus three, minus four. He is having an atrocious year. And then, you know, I've never been big on Kisner's defense, but, I mean, Wilson is no Yachty, but Wilson's also got a 750 OPS, and Yachty would barely be around 600, if anything. So, like, some of the stuff, some of the stuff we knew what we were sacrificing, but... Goldie's been bad defensively. Donnie and Tommy play everywhere, so they're probably the only bright spots we have on positions that are probably worse than what they're ranked. It's just been, you know, I put that on the coaching staff. You know, your defense is terrible, your base running is terrible. In a in a new era of baseball that is supposed to feature more aggressive base running because it's incentivized more because you're most likely to get stolen bases or beat out grounders or leg out extra base hits and we suck at it it's not you know it's not acceptable team's gotta be better than that and it's a hodgepodge of how everything this season has gone horribly wrong and how nothing can click simultaneously whether it's the inconsistent offense or the offense with runners on starting fucking pitching we've harped about that a million times or just pitching in general but like the fundamentals man like running the bases and defense like that is to me that's something that coaches that falls on the coach's shoulder more so than yeah goldie comes up strikes out a runner on third or monty just doesn't have and he gives up five runs you know mm-hmm. it's kind of a cosmic gumbo of failure kind of a cosmic gumbo that's my rate. Two mil. <laughs> Even if I do rate. a bad job. <laughs> oh, also, because I listened to Mo's interview, 
Um, and he mentioned the first thing he fucking mentions in the interview is injuries. And you uh, brought this up to me. And so I went to Spotrack uh, to, to find it. I'm just, I was like, let me see what that is. And Mo brought up, you know, we've been hurt. And as part of, like, the big reasons why the season's been as bad. And also, we should uh, shout out Britton Schaefer for this talking point. Um, B. Schaefer, good job. You should yeah. come on this, come on this pod. You should come I, uh, on this pod. I've started listening to his podcast because he does it has a new episode every day, and it's nice to the listen Nob-cast. to on the way to work. Um, yeah. And, yeah, uh, the dude does a good good work so highly recommend that we'll hey what's up everyone this is brendan schaefer welcome to the b shafe daily on uh today's episode i uh broke into john mosaic's house and uh i stole all his money I stole all his money and i'm giving it away to anyone who gets into youtube chat and uh brings up how young and handsome i am uh, i deserve a raise he is very handsome brendan schaefer is gonna... Yeah. B Shafe, come on this pod. We'll fuck He's you. He's got good hair. We'll, we'll fuck you. We'll fuck you. We'll I'll bring my Moyle over. He'll I'll bring my Moyle over. Mm-hmm. We'll be God. the circumcisers. <laughs> the worst fans in baseball podcasts uh, will only sexually harass men. So we're allies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I pulled it up, and the cards have been the fourth most fortunate team in terms of injuries we've had the the fourth least amount of days lost to the il for for players and so i think i know where mo is placing that truth is that it's the outfield because he mentions we thought we were going in with newt o'neill and carlson but what we ended up getting was not Newt O'Neill or Carlson. What, but again, that's bullshit because Jordan Walker started on opening day in the outfield. Jordan so Walker didn't... started on opening day, yeah. Because, you uh, know, Dylan Carlson can do everything you ask for him. He's still Dylan Carlson, and that makes somebody mad with power. Um, they fattened him up in the offseason like he's getting fucking pardoned by the president on Thanksgiving. And then, <laughs> like... Geez. What are you, fucking 90s comic? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Dennis Miller. (laughs) I'm Dennis Miller, and I'm huffing farts. No, but, yeah, no, they they gave him, like, a 4,000-calorie diet. Yeah. Fucking kill uh, me. uh, And Well, here's the other thing. I don't think the production we're missing from Tyler O'Neill is that important. Sorry, it's not. Um... I think he would have been fine. He would have been serviceable. He would have been fine. And the only thing... I think Jordan Walker's providing better offensive value than Tyler O'Neill. And where Tyler would have lacked with the offensive value, he probably would have surpassed Jordan in defensive value. Like, he would have been... He would be better than Jordan Walker, but I'm not saying by much. So, I don't... I don't buy the injury thing, is what I'm getting at. Like, not all injuries... Every team gets hurt, and I know not all injuries are the same. Like, um, Mike Trout getting hurt means very little than David Fletcher. Or, sorry, means way more than if David Fletcher gets hurt, you know? Right. Um, If, like, Nolan or Goldie went down, that would be fucking catastrophic to an already terrible, terrible season. Cataclysmic! Uh, Wayno going down with an injury 
bueno, I love you, but you are, like, literally the worst starting pitcher in the majors right now. Um, that means that's probably, I hate to say it, it's probably good he went down with an injury. As fucked as that sounds. Make but, him cry, Tom. Make yeah, him shrivel. Make him delete his Twitter again. Like, Wayno going down with an injury, Tyler O'Neill going down. The only, like, injury that I think is very, very impactful was Helsley. Helsley's injury, this yeah. bullpen, absolute fucking shambles when he went down. It's one guy that went down. Absolute shambles. Um, if we had Helsley back in the bullpen, I think we're probably 10 games under 500 at this point. I think of the 20-something fucking blown saves we've coughed, we've coughed up, with Helsley at least coming out of, we probably mitigate a few of those. Not many, because we all yeah. know he's a part of it, too. He's had but, his fair share, yeah. Yeah, the fucking Blake Sable one. Like, yeah. I mean. I Anyway, anyway. The injury thing, I think, is bullshit. I mean, I get, like, the context of, like, you know, the outfield, but, like, I think I think he's full of shit on that. Um, that that's a piss-poor excuse. You put together a... You put together a team with... To me, uh, a coaching staff that I don't think has lost the locker room. That's why I think Ollie still has his job. But is that ends with certain players, and you have that um, transpire into onto the field? You made decisions that, like bringing Jordan Walker up immediately, only to send him down to work on his quote-unquote launch angle. You know. Um, You've made reactionary panic decisions the entire season. I think you should own that. <laughs> I think you should. Like, I'm a Blues fan. I love the Blues. When the Blues were, when it became noticeable they were bad and they were out of it, Dougie, D- Army came out, immediately said, hey, uh, we're going to be trading some guys because we're bad. It's not our year. Cool. Very honest, very forthright. And we still went to the games because we love the team. And, like, I we don't get any of that transparency. It feels like like yeah. that interview was twelve fucking minutes long. I'm not not impressed with Mo's answers in that at all. Um, yeah. Or even honestly, maybe even like the questions to that matter. Um, I think he should have kind of been grilled a little bit more over it. Like so, like what exactly of your methodology that you've been following like has led to this? That I think is a great question. What 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 part of uh, of our of the cardinal way, the practice, okay, the process of it? You want to what do a role it, playing what, thing? You want to be the what, interviewer? I'll be John Mazalock. Yeah, sure. Okay. Hey, um, what's up there? It's uh, B Shape Daily coming to you live from John Mazalock's basement, where I got him ta- tangled up. I got him tied <laughs> down to to his billiards to the pool table. And John, I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions, and if uh, I don't like your answers, I'm going to I'm going to turn on this car battery that is currently running cables to your testicles. And if I don't, really don't like your answer, I'm going to bring in uh, Zoe the Pitbull. She is a moil, and she will definitely circumcise you in the old Jewish tradition. John, what exactly? Hey, hey what's going on, uh, John? This is B Shave. What exactly is going on? Uh, 
What part of the Cardinal way uh, to you um, failed this season? Well, I appreciate the question, Brendan. Uh, you know, I think it uh, kind of boils down to um, capitalization um, on opportunity. And, uh, you know, certainly a lot of that can be blamed on, you know, the way um, some have evaluated talent within our organization. Um, however, I believe that we can, uh, you know, still compete in 2023. Um, we're not waving the white, uh, flag just yet, but, uh, you know, our, our look and emphasis is going to be on 2024 moving forward because, uh, we're going to put the season behind us and, you know, keep trudging forward. I really think you nailed the smoke on the honeybees effect that mm. Mo has. Yeah, you nearly put you nearly put me to sleep with that, and I don't think, and I'm not saying I'm not critic. <laughs> that's not criticism of your performance. I think you nailed what Mo does. He's a was an obfuscator is is the term, I guess. Yeah. So, well, I was hoping you wouldn't cut the bit off. You'd ask me another question, and I would basically give the exact same answer just over and over with like mild what? tweaks. Like, <laughs> I think the part in the interview that was kind of funny to me was him. Uh, when he was asked about, like, people wanting his head, you know. And he was like, you know, I'm not so much of a nice guy out here. Ask my wife. I'm not sleeping. I'm, it's a lot of long nights. I'm like, shut the fuck. No, you're not. You're fine. You're fine. You're 100% fine. No, you're not losing sleep over this. I wouldn't. I fucking, you've been GM forever. You have a World Series town. You're well, I mean, super pro- fucking wealthy, dude. He's probably been losing sleep. He's got fucking Michael Girth chained up in his basement. And he's and he's fucking like wh- whipping him um, and beating the shit out of him for every like every game the Cardinals lose. He pulls a tooth out of Michael Girth's mouth. Like and he smiles through the whole. He's thing. just tor- he's just torturing this man. Jesus <laughs> <The> more- <laughs> Christ, bad boy. Okay, who who we fucking man? Fuck, um. Fuck. Fuck Mo. The Bronx. Um, fuck Mo. Fuck the Bronx. Yeah. Fuck the fuck. fuck Mo. Fuck the Bronx Bombers. Fuck Domingo Herman. We're back at him. Can't believe that piece of shit gets the fucking perfect game. And of course, that's when he's with the fucking Yankees. And uh, fuck, fuck John, fuck John Mozeliak, man. We're gonna fucking put him in the pit. Against my battle bot, the Circumciser, right? That's right. Hell yeah. Uh, Go to our Patreon. Give us money. Bye! Bye Bye-bye.